As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10, place your first bet on any game, and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager. The Athletic. Steierkast, the German football pod brought to you by The Athletic. Today we salute surprise Bundesliga winners FC Bayern München. The plucky underdogs from the Bavarian capital upset the odds once more for only the ninth time in a row beating RB Leipzig and Borussia Dortmund to the punch. As they celebrate their 31st German title, Christoph Biermann is on hand to tell us if there's any hope for the competition in years to come. We also have news of a resurgent Dortmund back in the top four places after an edgy 3-2 win over Leipzig in the dress rehearsal of Thursday night's DFB-Pokal final in Berlin. Elsewhere, big Friedhelm Funkel might be going down with Köln, Union might be going to the Europa Conference League No, that's not a made-up competition since you ask. And Frankfurt are going to blow it as far as Champions League qualification is concerned. Or are they? All of this and more in Stahlcast. Welcome Christoph and welcome dear listener. Before we get going though, if you want to read more about the Bundesliga and indeed dozens and dozens of amazing football stories every day, Don't forget you can subscribe to The Athletic for just £3.99 a month for six months. Go to theathletic.com slash starcastpod to sign up. Okay, Christoph, I think we've tried to avoid this as long as we can, but the day has come, inevitably. Bayern have won the title again, the 30th time. It feels like it's the 30th time in a row, but uh, it's not. <laughs> it's the ninth. Uh, the 30th Bundesliga title, 31st title overall, won before the Bundesliga's establishing in 1932 we've had this discussion last year Christoph that the Bundesliga is not quite right when you have a serial winner is there anything that we can say that will mitigate this result should we praise Bayern should we have a go at Dortmund and Leipzig for not showing enough resistance how should we deal with this I think at first we should praise them Uh, because because they they were a fascinating team to watch defensively a bit shaky But that only increased the entertainment. Uh, they were only defensively only the fourth best team uh, in the league, or are the fourth best team in the league when you look at the goals they conceded. The, the 6-0 win 
against Borussia Mönchengladbach. And we have to say it again, a 6-0 win against Borussia Mönchengladbach. We are not talking about Schalke. We are not talking about Cologne or Augsburg or whatever against a normally a more than decent uh, Bundesliga team was a huge statement Although they already knew that they had won the title because they had seen it on the telly in, in their dressing room. There is so much quality in this team, but there's only uh, also a fantastic mentality. And um, uh, altogether a great team. I think we, we would have seen more of them in the Champions League also if Le uh, Robert Lewandowski wouldn't have been injured against Paris Saint-Germain and so on. But um, yeah, they are the deserved winner. But you're right, the Bundesliga is having a problem here. Yeah, I mean, one more one more word on Bayern perhaps. I think mentality is, is the right one to mention. There's also, and I, even I'm astonished by that and, and always surprised again in a strange way, there's also this corporate culture that absolutely cannot accept coming second. You know, whenever I say to someone working in the club, whether it's, you know, somebody high up or somebody in a middle position, you know, would, would the world really end if you finish second this year? You know, wouldn't it be better for the Bundesliga, actually, if you finish second? I said, absolutely not. Forget it. You're crazy. Second for Bayern? Absolutely no chance. And I guess that, that kind of culture filters through that the players have completely internalized that. You don't have that situation in the 70s when they would win the European Cup but finish 10th or 12th in the league. You don't have the situation even in the noughties where they would win one league, then sort of take the eye off the ball and then don't win the next one. You'd had these years in 2007 with Stuttgart, 2009, with Wolfsburg, 2011, with Dortmund. That doesn't happen either anymore. Is it because... In absolute terms, Christoph, the difference in money is now such that they have become too big to fail. I mean, they've always been the biggest and well, not always, but they've been the biggest and wealthiest clubs now for 30 years. But is the difference now so big that even a shaky Bayern side, a less than convincing Bayern side under Niko Kovac, under half of Niko Kovac and then Hansi Flick still wins? Is that the biggest problem? Yeah, that's the main problem. And also another factor that is so important in football and that we are talking about regularly here, randomness. If the, the quality gap between you and the rest of the league is so, so big, even a spell of bad luck or so that, that can occur in football every time, injuries, games running, uh, results running against the game and, and so on. It doesn't matter for Bayern because, because the quality is so much better and quality uh, is football quality and mentality. What you, what you have described, not accepting to be second. I mean, I remember a, a, a discussion with Hermann Gerland, the legendary assistant coach, and asking him, well, but, but, uh, is it, isn't it boring? to win the sixth title or what's the difference between the the fifth and the eight, the eighth title and he was saying oh it's always great it's always we we want to win every time and and that's i mean they are sports people they want to win every time and they are very good sports people that don't accept defeat and uh, But yeah, it, it's a bit i mean the it's a it's a bit the race between a 
a, a Ferrari and I don't know, name any normal decent sports car or so. It, it's uh, so, so they, um, and, and so I wouldn't criticize Dortmund or, or Leipzig for not showing up or, or, or so. They, they, their quality is also great, but it's, it's, um, the, the gap is too, uh, too big, full stop. Well, Otmar Hitzfeld once said that Bayern is like a Ferrari. But he meant it in the sense that it's a very sensitive car. And if the motor is not quite finely tuned, things can break down. But they no longer do break down, do yeah. they, Christoph? And that's, mm. that's another issue. Just to finish on this, and Thomas Müller once told me, we win to be left alone at the weekend. <laughs> Which there's almost a sort of a sadness in there that, you know, you are condemned to winning. But that's what you sign up for and that's what you are handsomely rewarded for. And of course, that's what other players want to experience as well, which now has become a self-perpetuating dominance. Question, is this dominance now eternal? I mean, is there any scenario where things will change in the next three, five years? I don't see any. I mean, I can't see, can't foresee the black swan, the... The, the things that comes out of the blue that nobody can predict. But under similar circumstances like we have now, it won't change. I mean, they will have a problem one day if Robert Lewandowski ends his career. Yes. I think the problem uh, to find a, a, a good coach replacing Hansi Flick has been solved with Julian Nagelsmann. And so, even if I try to stretch my fantasy, what what, what can happen? I um, I can't see it happen. And and when you look at, I I think Borussia Dortmund, with all the problems they had this season, are their main competitor. And when you look at them, how big is the chance um, that they can keep Erling Haaland and Jadon Sancho for more than? another year and if they if you want to compete with Bayern you need this kind of world-class players or world-class players in making and um, and and uh, Bayern, uh, Dortmund won't be able uh, to do that. Uh, one more thing we need to discuss briefly Christoph before I promise uh, we do move on. How damaging is this to the Bundesliga because I think there is there's a perception outside Germany that a Bundesliga with Bayern as serial winners is is basically dead nobody's interested i try to explain to people often and i and i hope i'm being objective enough in this respect that most people don't really care yes of course they would like to see a title race it's exciting for neutrals and it is more fun but ultimately the people in germany they they want to watch what happens to their team and it doesn't really matter whether their team is 30 points behind bayern or you know, or six or seven, they will not stop watching. Borussia Dortmund fans will not stop watching because Dortmund have not been competitive for the last three years. So in a way, it's perhaps not as bad as it looks. Am I being a bit too generous or how do you see it? A bit, probably. I, I would turn the argument around. You're right, uh, because people are interested in, in, in their team, whatever it does. Um, and however how far Bayern is away. But if the whole thing would be more interesting, I think it would interest more people. So so the not the, the core the core audience is there, but Exactly. Others and, might not be. 
Yeah, and uh, so so if that would be crazy with. Uh, if if we had a Leicester, for example, in in the Bundesliga, so the small club that is doing things cleverly and blah 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 blah, and and uh, could win the title or compete with the big teams and so, let let it be Mainz, for example. If Mainz would be um, uh, fighting for the Champions League, everybody would be fascinated. What's going on there? How do they do that with their small means? Blah blah blah. And I mean the the example is okay because actually Mainz uh, in the second part of the season is a Champions League team, and. Um, uh, so if we would have more of this, uh, that would increase interest uh, apart from the core audience and, and I think also outside Germany and other countries. I think that's absolutely right. Well, one of those uh, teams who wanted to invest big and wanted to challenge for the top is Hertha, for example. And it's perhaps brings us on to the, the fight at the bottom, which is thrill, still truly exciting. I don't know how exciting it is for a neutral global <laughs> audience, but there is a lot going on. Um, where should we start? I think we have to start with, well, with a game that I watched and I sort of regret watching it because uh, that's 90 minutes. I'm not going to get back on a Sunday. I had to Bielefeld nil-nil. <laughs> um, that puts Hertha in 14th. On 31 points. Remember, they still have one game in hand after their extended coronavirus quarantine. Bielefeld still on that relegation playoff spot in in 16th. And the the one team, I guess, who's really suffered uh, on this match day uh, is Köln. Because Köln have lost 4-1 at home to Freiburg. And now they're two points adrift of safety. And even Friedem Funkel, the big Sam Allardyce of the Bundesliga... Looks like he might be just like his British equivalent, Big Sam might actually be relegated. Christoph Cologne, it's it's a shame, but are they going down? I still have hope for them, and they were extremely unlucky. So maybe you you should have decided to watch uh, Cologne against uh, Freiburg instead of Hertha against Bielefeld, because um, what 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 you would have seen is a uh, yeah desperately unlucky Cologne side. So they were two 0 down after twenty minutes, uh, scored uh, their first goal after their one goal. Uh, briefly after the the halftime, and and then they got a penalty, and uh, Andre uh, Andre Duda slipped while taking the penalty and kicking it over the crossbar. That was unlucky, but it was even more unlucky when they scored the equalizer in the very last minute um, of the game, and uh, and it was uh, called off being. Uh, in the build-up being a handball. So one of these bizarre situations where you ask, where is the T-shirt line where the arm begins and the handball area begins and not? Uh, to me, it, it didn't look like a handball and, and the referee didn't go to the VR uh, area to, to, to watch it again because he got a signal uh, from Cologne, where they are checking this. So from Cologne, they, they have this center uh, where the video referees are sitting. Yeah, and so so they didn't get the equalizer and two more goals uh, in plus three and plus six. And, and, and that was, yeah, a, a huge blow. But 
Still, I mean, they have they they play uh, Hertha away Cologne uh, next weekend, and they play uh, Schalke at home. And in a way, I hope for them uh, because my my feeling is that they would deserve to uh, to stay up because yeah, it's not not a fantastic team, but uh, uh, but but they they were massively unlucky during this season. Well, it would certainly be a huge miss. Uh, for the Bundesliga to see both Schalke and Köln go down. Um, as much as we'd like to welcome the likes of Vorfeld Bochum, of course, next <laughs> season, it is still um, it would still be very regretful to see another blue chip club or a possible blue chip club <laughs> in Köln's respect go down to Bundesliga 2. Uh, Bielefeld just about clinging on as a Werder. Uh, thanks to a goalless draw against uh, Leverkusen, who are in sixth. Looking for an assist with your credit card, but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 US-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard it right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask me. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. This episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra, the official beer sponsor of the NBA. Want to get closer to the game than ever before? Michelob Ultra Courtside is giving fans the chance to win exclusive NBA prizes and experiences like official gear, courtside seats to an NBA game, and more. Head over to MichelobUltra.com slash courtside to learn more. Let's go back to the very top. I mean, Leipzig and Dortmund had this sort of dress rehearsal for the German Cup final, which, am I right in saying, for the first time ever, is played on a Thursday night? Uh, I think so. Um, maybe there was something like that in the old days, in the old ages. when the So the, the German Cup uh, is compared to, to England, for example, is hasn't been massively popular like... 40, 50 years back. And so I wouldn't be surprised if we look at the uh, list and find a, a cup final being played on a Monday evening or, or something like that. Uh, but but it has become uh, pretty popular since it's always uh, staged in Berlin at the Olympia Stadium this time. It will be, yes, uh, under given circumstances empty, but a, a great chance uh, for... Yeah, Borussia Dortmund to win another another German Cup and for uh, Leipzig to win their ever first ever German trophy. Yes, and the question is how much will that defeat change uh, the equation? I mean, Dortmund very much with the momentum at the moment. It looks as if things are really beginning to, to click for them. Ever since they played, I think, against Sevilla in uh, the first leg of the Champions League, Dortmund have consistently shown up in the league with perhaps one or two exceptions and this was another win which puts them in a great position for the top four but does it also help them for Thursday night will Leipzig think oh, oh these oh, Dortmund oh, I 
oh, we have to play them again. They're, they're a little bit better than us. It's annoying. Or can Julian Nagelsmann change the, the psychological equation, if you will, and, and try to use that as an extra motivating factor? Uh, I, I think it's even more this uh, Dortmund effect that you're, you're talking about is even more on Julian Nagelsmann because he has been playing Dortmund seven times and haven't won so far. Um, so I think that's for him. Uh, a big... Uh, <laughs> and when you look at Thursday, uh, when they are playing, it's, 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 it's a, it's a, a, it can't be more 50-50 uh, because I think quality-wise, um, teams are very, the team are very close. Dortmund was without Erling Haaland on, on Saturday, without Jude Bellingham and uh, 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 Bellingham will surely come back because he, he was uh, with a red card suspended for the Bundesliga. Haaland is a bit doubtful and um, so if I would make a bet, I, I, I think I would bet on extra time or, or something like this um, because um, the teams are are so 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 close uh, together, and you could see it on Saturday. Dortmund played fantastic, not fantastic, very good first, let's say sixty minutes, and then they had huge problems. Uh, Leipzig equalized and looked on the way to to win the game, and then Dortmund came back, and so I, I think we. Uh, so whoever has a chance to see it, I think it will be an exciting cup final. Well, absolutely. And the Premier League, just despite it, have, of course, put Man United Liverpool on at the same time. <laughs> Damn you. But uh, we will we will still watch, of course, the FA Cup, uh, the German FA Cup. Christoph, one more question on this. Are you ready? Do you think Germany is ready? German football is ready to see RB Leipzig lift their first trophy? Or is there still a lot of resentment? And uh, a sense of what are they doing here? They shouldn't. They shouldn't really belong at this stage. Um, I think football fans are split about it. I think um, the the already mentioned hardcore audience is is still very much against RB. And I mean, what does it mean? I mean, you have to accept it. Uh, if, if if they win it, they win it, and and they uh, take the cup away and 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 can put it on their CV. And I think this the process of normalization of of Leipzig I, I think we will still need some some years uh, uh, until they are until everybody is used to them <laughs> or how you, how you can call it so so I think the overall feeling will will be that a, a lot of football fans from other clubs keep their fingers crossed for Borussia Dortmund on Thursday I think you're probably right uh, before I let you, let you go uh, I think it's just uh, opportune to to check what's going on with Union. They were beaten 3-0 by Wolfsburg. Wolfsburg still in third, going very strong under Oliver Glasner, who still hasn't changed his job, which is, you know, a surprise uh, (laughs) at this rate. He's still in the job. And uh, rumors that he might move to Frankfurt, but that still hasn't happened yet. Uh, But back to Union, they're in eighth. Union are just a goal off seventh spot behind Borussia Mönchengladbach. If they come seventh, Christoph, they would go into the Europa Conference League. I think that is the official title. I'm not sure. Not quite familiar with this competition. <laughs> um, are they beginning to get excited at uh, Union about European football? I, I think nobody expected, but but 
Everybody would like it. But the problem is, I mean, they have to, to overtake Borussia Mönchengladbach. Borussia Mönchengladbach is playing at home uh, against Stuttgart and away to Bremen. And uh, Union Berlin has to play Leverkusen um, away and Leipzig at home. So I think their hurdle is much higher. Um, and, and you could see on, on, on Saturday at um, Wolfsburg against a very good Wolfsburg team um, uh, how far away from the, from, uh, the top sports um, uh, Union is actually. But but if 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 the chance occurs, I I think everybody would be totally excited with the um, with the with the chance to yeah I, I mean to go to Scotland or Moldavia or to I don't know wherever um, uh, that would be that would be uh, uh, fantastic, especially after a season where um, again the uh, third season in the row that is the best in the history. Um, of the club, um, I think it would would be uh, fantastic for Union supporters to travel with their team uh, through Europe. Then I think it, uh, to an extent, that would be possible. So, uh, yeah, uh, big excitement, but I think the uh, the probability is rather low. So Union are heading for the Europa Conference League with a bit of luck. Um, Frankfurt were heading for the Champions League but suffered another setback. Only a 1-1 draw against their neighbours Mainz, much improved Mainz who've been singing their praises for quite a while. But Frankfurt now dropping down to fifth with a resurgent Dortmund taking their place. Um, Christoph, are they running out of steam a little bit? Is that the easy way to look at this or can they still do it? Uh, they can still do it. I, um, so... Um, uh, Eden Terzic was was saying, uh, I think two weeks ago or three weeks ago, that Dortmund had uh, to win every every game till the end of the season, and I think that's still true. Um, uh, Frankfurt is playing uh, away to Schalke on the last of, of the season, Freiburgs. Uh, so I think they have a fair chance to to get all the points. Uh, where Borussia Dortmund is uh, playing away to. High flying minds, we have to say it again, <laughs> and then at home to uh, against Leverkusen. And uh, uh, I briefly mentioned the moving uh, friendship stories between Edin Terdic and Hannes Wolf that will be tested on the last day of the season uh, when they meet each other. I think Eintracht Frankfurt is is still still in the race, and and also um, Wolfsburg has to be uh, careful because uh, they uh, when you when we look at their program they they playing away to Leipzig next weekend maybe. They are hoping that um, uh, Leipzig uh, still has a bit of a hangover after the cup win and then on the last day of the season at home to high-flying minds, I <laughs> say it again. And so, yeah, it's, uh, so, so it, 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 will be, it will be interesting till the last minute of the season, I, I, I think, uh, who, who gets uh, into the Champions League. And we'll be here to cover that, of course, with bated breath to see what's going to happen and to see what's going to happen to Union. Can they do it? Europa League? Yes or no? Sorry, Europa Conference League. Ugh, get confused. <laughs> Too many competitions. Thank you very much, dear listener. Thank you very much, uh, dear Christoph. We'll be back to bring you all the news, including of the cup final 
on Monday again. Take care. Bye-bye. The Athletic. <laughs>